Good morning. Welcome to Apple Turnover for June 6th, 2023. The New York Mets did not play yesterday, therefore they did not win or lose, which right now is maybe not such a bad thing. But what did happen yesterday is the Mets somewhat resolved their catching situation. So to catch you up in case you've been living under a rock for the last, I don't know, month and a half or so, um, I guess more than that, six months, let's say, the Mets had in the offseason uh, signed... Tomas Nito to a two-year contract, buying out his last two years of arbitration. I believe it was for $1.4 million and $2.1 million for the two years. So, you know, just $3.5 million or so over the course of two years. They also signed Omar Narvaez to a, uh, a one-year contract with a one-year player option, which basically means it's a two-year contract because the player option is for $7 million. So they did both of these things, presumably because they did not think that Francisco Alvarez would be ready for the majors this year, or at least at the start of the year. And I think they were thinking that even if Alvarez was really hot, maybe one of these players would have some trade value and they could move him for a piece. Um, well, all that sort of blew up in the Mets' face when Narvaez got hurt and the needle got hurt. And so the Mets were forced to call up Alvarez, and at first he did struggle, but he has turned into a fine defensive catcher and has had some real nice offensive moments as well. So Alvarez is here to stay, it seems, but the Mets still had two other catchers in the roster. Now, both Nito and Narvaez were hurt. Nito came back from the IL, was acting as Alvarez's backup. But now, as of today, um, Narvaez was reinstated off the injured list. And so the Mets had a decision to make. That decision wound up being to designate Tomas Nito for assignment. They are trying to work out a trade as of I'm recording this at about midnight on uh, Monday night slash Tuesday morning. Uh, there is no uh, there is no news yet as to whether that trade was pulled off or who it was with. So I'm sure we can get that information to you ASAP. But we are bidding farewell to Tomas Nito, who was a perfectly cromulent backup catcher. Um, excellent defensively, couldn't really hit. There were some times in his career it looked like he could hit a little bit, but this year was not that at all. And his defense took a hit this year too. And if you have Tomas Nito on your roster and he's not the best defensive catcher on your roster, then I don't know why you have Nito on your roster. That's not me being nasty to Nito. I just think that's that's just the way it is right now. And I think of the three players, Nito has the least amount of upside. He's also in a bit of a precarious situation. Now, I believe I'm understanding this correctly. Somebody in the Homer and Applesauce, Homer and Applesauce Discord, uh, patreon.com slash Homer and Applesauce, had said that they had read that if Nito is traded, he keeps the entirety of his contract. If he is not traded and rejects his demotion to AAA, he loses that money because he does not have the five years of service time yet. He's a couple of days, literally a couple of days away from having the service time to reject that. So if he rejects the demotion, he loses the money. But if he accepts the demotion to AAA, he gets to keep the money. So this really depends on what the Mets think they can get for him, if they can get anything for him necessarily. So, you know, I don't know if... I mean, the Mets are going to have to eat some money in this contract. I, I think... The, the irony of this is that if they had not signed Nito to this contract, I think they would not have to eat as much or any of the money on his contract because he would have been signed to a much lower deal for this season and nothing for next season. Maybe not. Maybe he might might have still got the same amount for this season, but he wouldn't have next season's two point one million, you know, on the books hanging over his head. So um, 
the move was weird to begin with to bring in Narvaez or to sign Nito. I understand why you do one of those two things, but not both of them. Um, it just it just seemed like oh they're making two year plans for two catchers when they have the best prospect in baseball who's a catcher who's almost ready to come up. I didn't really get it at the time. I still don't really get it now, but. You know, I, I suppose there's no harm, no foul here. You know, it's Steve Cohen's money. It's not ours. We've been through this a million times. Um, but I do feel a little bit bad for Nito. I think he's getting the short end of the stick here. I think if they hadn't signed Narvaez, he would be entrenched in the backup position. Or if they didn't extend, if they didn't uh, sign him to that two-year deal, maybe he would have been shipped out or done something else. Uh, you know, just I, I, I don't know. The point is, it kind of sucks for Nito. I feel sorry for him, but this is baseball, and this is what happens in baseball, so can't be too terribly upset about it. But we wish Tomas Nito luck. We wish Omar Narvaez to be a halfway decent player, and we wish that Francisco Alvarez keeps raking and keeps being a very, very good defensive catcher. Very, very good is overstating it, I know. We all expect him to be a butcher back there, and he's not, so we have to take what we can get here, right? Anyway, that's all the news for today. The Mets are going to they're probably right now already in Atlanta, traveling for a three-game series. It's probably going to be a bloodbath. But until then, please go to homerandapplesauce.com or patreon.com slash homerandapplesauce so you can support this podcast directly. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian Needs a Nap. And until next time, fare thee well, Tomas Nito, and let's go Mets. <laughs>